0: 710 ESPN presents the experience with Lafern Cusack, where we go beyond the play and focus on athletes, fans, events, and the biggest issues that inspire and shape our lives. Here's the host of the experience, Lafern Cusack.
1: Joyette Delaney, the Beverly Hills shaman, Today, we're going to bring in new energy, new joy, new divine light. This is what this woman can do. Joya Delaney is a gifted international teacher, seer, healer, and podcast personality who has assisted thousands of clients worldwide for over 40 years now. She is an intuitive, a natural empath, and has been trained by many masters. So I invite you to sit back taking the gifts and feel the joy yeah with joya joya welcome to the show hello i'm i'm happy to have you on because i'm like woo! what is happening in this world tell tell us how you got into a, a coaching and helping people around the world
2: well you know we all have our journey
1: and when i came
2: into this world, I had two grandmothers that were very, very spiritual, and my parents were also uh, teachers, so I ended up inheriting from them uh, those qualities of a teacher and a minister. So I was born uh, that way, and uh, it's a really wonderful gift to have when it's so natural and you don't have to push it or worry about, you know, am I being accurate Or am I doing the right thing? It's like, you know, the guidance from when I was a little girl. When I start walking and talking, I could read people and see spirits. So I was born gifted, and it is a great gift, but it's probably one of the most difficult jobs in the world to be a shaman.
1: In what ways is it difficult for
2: you? Well, the human soul hasn't been given much attention, and it really is the problem on our planet that we haven't given our souls attention. So when i guide people i go into the soul, just like a doctor would do surgery so i'm doing soul surgery so just as difficult as it is for a doctor to be going into a body and cutting out things and eliminating problems and you know, giving the medication and things like that is the same thing for me except i'm dealing with being a soul surgeon
1: And talk about that in regards to what's happening now here in the United States. And, you know, a a lot of people are off guard. You know, a lot of people are having a lot of mental health issues and really having a tough time. It all has to do with the soul
2: not being purified. And so we do inherit things through our births and we inherit things from our ancestors and we inherit things. Uh, you know, from the way we were taught in our childhoods, we also have many incarnations that we've lived, and we weren't always angels, so we bring all of that call it accumulation of karma, which means cause and effect. so when we come to earth school, we make an agreement to learn certain things and overcome certain things into uh you know especially a learn you know this is a learning situation for all of us, everything that we're going. we did choose to learn we're in earth school a lot of people don't understand that
1: when you were talking about how everything karma happens you know we talk about the muscles in the body and how if you have an injury when you're younger some of that pain still stays in your muscles so is that kind of like what what you're saying about karma It stays in your muscles in your body Yes,
2: and uh, in our DNA, our chromosomes, our genes, our cells, and it affects our organs and our body, and uh, it affects the way we think. Uh, so the main thing is to get in there and clean it up. And there's many different ways. A lot of people do it through eating better. A lot of people do it through exercise. A lot of people do it through meditation, uh, yoga and things like that. Um, but uh, there has to be a start in improving your bad habits and to take responsibility for where they came from, which they did not come just from your parents or like people are focusing on, you know, a president as though that's really going to do something for their life because you can't depend on anyone really at this stage. You know, we're all helping each other when we have these fires and things like that, you know, we're breaking down and we're learning how to help each other and not depend on government so much. Exactly. I was learning all these things through all these tragedies and crazy things that are going on. Everything is a learning experience and it doesn't finish when you
1: die. I totally see, like, the way that people have galvanized together, like, and come together as a community to support whatever issues or nonprofits or helping one another. I totally have seen people stepping up doing that now. And it's like, I've never seen it before.
2: It's going to even be more so that way. Um, But this year in particular is a very intense year because when uh, it came in, it had the same energy as nine 11. And so it is what I call a battle year. And also some of these things that are going on with COVID and all of that is all part of that. And it's also about 2020 20 clear vision. So we can't really be in denial anymore. And, you know, that's a big problem in the world is denial mm-hmm. and sweeping stuff under the rug and ignoring it and not looking at the truth and not looking at the facts. It's
1: like wearing rose colored glasses through life. And it's pretty much impossible to do that now. And and exactly, and all the stuff that people are trying to keep, you know, hidden is coming out into light because you you can't hide from reality now. I was I was telling I was talking to my husband about that. It was like whatever you're doing is going to come out because it's, it's, it's that's how I feel. There's a shift in the energy to, you know, show what exactly is happening. That it's the truth. Is that it's the light, and you can't ignore. You know, you can't ignore that box right in front of you or else you'll trip over it. There you go.
2: (laughs) It's going to continue on. This is only the beginning. Really, until about 2024, uh, there is a purging going on and it has to do with the dark side of our planet. And uh, it needed to be there. How will you learn how not to be if you don't have that? Uh, But too many people plugged into that energy and not enough going to the light properly. Even you'll find the ministers, priests, popes, whoever, you know, they are not totally plugged into the right source. We become too power hungry and too impatient to get money and things like that.
1: I was listening to an interview the other day about this um, guy who made millions and millions of dollars and he was miserable and it's like, well, how... He had to say to himself, you know, I have to get out of this. I'm ruined my marriage. I'm, you know, my life isn't great, but I have all this money, but it's still not great. How can I change this? I have to change it. So how do you help people get to that point? How do you help people get to their happy place?
2: Well, money is important. And uh, I have given many a wealth workshop throughout my, uh, actually, it's been 40 years now that I've been a shaman. Uh, not to say that I didn't start out as a child that way, because, you know, from my past incarnations, I was a shaman many times. But uh, the main thing is to help a person to, let's say, clear some of those uh, unhappy patterns. Uh, a lot of it comes from... You know, even sitting in the mother's womb when she was pregnant with us, you know, and if she was downtrodden and sad, then we're cooking in that oven for nine months and we come out with some of that depression or anger or whatever. So women are learning now to sing to the baby, talk to the baby and, you know, eat good things and, you know, really fight off depression and things like that and stop drinking or smoking. And But in the past, that didn't always happen, so. There's also mental illness in our families. There's witchcraft in our families. There's all kinds of spiritual disturbance that's going on for generations, and it just keeps passing through the, the family line until somebody clears it. So a lot of people who come to me are the ones that clear their families.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, they're the
2: I call them light workers. You know, they have more light than the average person, and they have uh, in other incarnations been healers. So it's not new to them either. I just help wake up those gifts and then clear some of that depression or anger or sadness out. And how I do it, I just ask the angels to come in and clear it. I have very high clearance in the spirit world, so I have archangels, of course Michael, but many others who uh, are in my teams, uh, the Galactic Federation, and many cosmic uh, beings who help me do the healing. And they come through my body at times, and they will talk to the person through me and uh call me a bridge between heaven and earth. but uh I have uh, so much success that even this year being so difficult I hear more good news than I've ever heard <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and the good. reason is they've worked on it, they've worked in the past so they're getting the harvest from it and they're more cleaner and their families are more cleaner. You know like when a person cleanses their soul it helps the past uh, generations as well as it clears the uh, future ones to come.
1: So how does it work? What what tools do you use? Well I give them homework uh, because Yes, um it's nice that you have someone you
2: can come to. Uh I keep the prices low for that reason. Uh it's at a point now where uh I have so many people that it's uh, if I found horse today that's why because I talk so much, I give a lot. Uh the reason is when I was a young girl and I wanted to know who am I.
0: Mm-hmm. You know like
2: I came from very churchy people and very strict, you know, father. And, you know, he wanted me to get A's in every class. And, you know, I wasn't really that interested in half the things that he was pushing me to do. And, you know, so there was a part of me that felt so different from them. So I wanted to know as a teenager, who am I? You know, I feel like I'm an older lady in a young person's body and I have all this wisdom and I can see things other people can't see and I can turn left and look American Indian and turn right and look Egyptian and then, you know, I know I have ancestors that were European and other ones that were from Africa and, you know, I'm just a mutt. I'm just so mixed up with everything and so wise. (laughs) Yes in going to school, you know, with these young kids, I was like, dear Abby, you know, they would just come and line up for advice. And I would take the underdog under my sleeve and, you know, really protect them. So I was doing that all throughout my youth. But I always wanted someone to talk to. And when I had my first reading, he says, well, you don't really need me. You know, like, you'll be fine. People are going to want to hear what you have to say. And that was a 30-year prediction. You know, and uh, once I got that reading and it took so long for it to come true and as I grew in my practice and uh, I had many steps to take many many steps to take I had a long journey to become the person I am today I learned from so many masters from all over the world and So many Egyptians, so many American Indians, so many Europeans, so many Jewish people, so many Caucasian people, all kinds of people taught me how to be who I am today. And I just sat at the feet of those masters, and I listened, and I took notes, and I became initiated so many times into the light. Um, so when you work on the soul, you can't all of a sudden just go into people's uh, energy like that and you don't know what you're doing or give a workshop and then you're clearing people and then they may have an episode. Then what are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So I've never had a problem in all those years doing workshops with a lot of people because I, I was trained really well and uh, I do the prayers. You know, I did what they told me to do, and the initiations just kept catching on, and sometimes I would be at a very powerful uh healer's side, and they would stop working and never to work again, so I only had five minutes, really, with that person, and I learned so much just from that five minutes before they stopped working, you know, uh so that's part of the journey that a lot of people go through, you know, they have to go through all these steps to become enlightened, it's... Uh, because we're in earth school, you're going to learn even how not to be from some of your teachers.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
2: some of the people that we encounter have a huge ego. For instance, they will say, well, I healed that person. And I go, well, what about the angels? You know, what about the creator? You're just going to give all everything to you healed the person. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's not the way it works. (laughs) Right. You know, that would be called ego edging God out. So you want to make sure that uh, that energy is first in your life all the time. God, God is really, it's not just God. It's not a male energy anymore. It's a feminine energy because we're in the age of light now. So uh, it's the age of the goddess now. It wasn't uh, when you were born, uh, but it is now. You know, it's not such a macho time now. It's a time for the feminine energy in men and women to come more alive. The God so, this is part of the change that's going on too, so we've got Kamala today, and all these people calling her every name in the book and slandering her and um it's really sad to watch
0: yeah.
2: um yes, but it is a frightening thing for a lot of macho people, mm-hmm. and uh I'm saying macho meaning women too, you know, mm-hmm. like they're into this feeling of um only men can be powerful or only men can be. You know, a man on a throne is God, for instance, and he's handing out these dex cards to us and, you know, Jesus looked like that and, you know, he didn't have women to help him. Yes, he did. A lot of women helped Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know. So the main thing is there's really no great man without a good woman behind him, including gay men or whoever. You Mm -hmm. know, there's a feminine energy in women that is very necessary to heal and to help and to support that we have. And now it's going to be more obvious than ever before. Uh, so, uh, a man who can take care of the children and he can sew and he can cook and do the laundry and, you know, he can bow down to the goddess Mother Earth and treat her right and treat, uh, females right, uh, that's the man of the future. And we're not quite there yet. You know, everybody's got their bad habits and everybody has their foibles, but we cannot have molesters and, you know, dark people and, uh, pedophiles and things like that running our country. Anymore. So that's what's happening, you know, the age of the goddess, it's time for the feminine part now, it's not time for misusing power. All of that was to teach us something. And so now it's crumbling in front of us. Not gonna be allowed anymore. It's gonna take time. Like I said, about twenty twenty four it'll be different. But let's say ninety eight percent of the world's problems are spiritual.
1: Ninety eight percent Wow, really?
2: Including these fires and all of these things that we're going through you know they're so out of control you can't even figure it out
1: right it's like what's going on
2: not even the smartest person not even the wisest person not even the most educated person can figure it out because it's a spiritual problem you know so the main thing is uh how do you clear that how do you correct it
1: right so how do we
2: uh well since spiritual disturbance is the problem then the main thing is to You know, stay connected to the hotline to heaven and watch your behaviors, watch your thoughts. You know, as I've guided people, you know, that's one thing that is very difficult for us is to think positive all the time. You know, it really is uh, not the easiest thing because we get down and, you know, it doesn't happen the way we want. Or, you know, we want so much for it to happen, we become too controlling. Or So the main thing is, first of all, to change those thoughts. So say, for instance, why me? When is it going to change? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know. So what you're going to have is there's not going to be any change and you're going to get sick and more tired because words
1: are things. They have power. And even your thoughts are things, and they will manifest. So, But what what happens if you're in, like, you feel like you're in a really tough position and you're, uh, the the goal is for you to realize that this is um not the direction you need to go that you actually have to leave that
2: Yeah, and there's plenty of uh people and books and uh, youtube videos and all kinds of things that are pushing people in that direction even if you go on social media there's going to be people trying to inspire you no matter if it's instagram or facebook or you know so many um ways you can be encouraged by others that are healers and have a higher consciousness you know it's not just me talking it's mm-hmm. many 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 healers out there now Uh that you can uh, find very quickly now online and they may be a little bit more expensive than me and they may not go as deep into your soul as I do but I wanted to know as I was telling you who am I? So that's the first thing that I work with. Not so much helping people change their thoughts or anything in the beginning. I'm just reading your Akashic records and reading your soul and uh, your name and your birthday give me a lot of information. So the first thing I do, because I tried to be that lady that I was looking for, mm-hmm. or that man. You know, I try to be that person because I never got it when I was growing and learning. It took me a long time to develop into the kind of person that... I wanted to meet. And so that was how I became who I am, Joy of the Beverly Hills Shaman. You know, I created that as a brand, I guess you could say, but really it's not fake or anything. It's real. And my story is real and very, very deep and very, very profound. Um, And I haven't been able to really put it out there yet because I didn't feel people were really ready. I have become that person because of a need that I had in myself. And so the first thing I do is help people to understand who they are, where they came from, where they're supposed to be. And then after that, uh, and they should tape it or take notes, and then after that it seems like their life starts opening more and more to wanting to heal. A lot of people don't even know what a prayer is. A lot of people didn't even know there was incarnations. A lot of people don't know ancestors affect us. They don't know. Uh, something like sage, a lot of people were just, you know, very uh surprised when i would say you could just go to whole foods and buy a stick of sage which will help clean out your home and clean your aura mm-hmm. just burn it you know and do a prayer they go with a prayer <laughs> so i created prayers and i put them on my website some of the strongest ones i can find for beginners and i have medium and and then i have large prayers you know like it starts out uh, you know quite profound just the beginner prayers and they can just go on my website and um for free, you know they can download them or just go in there every day and do the prayers.
1: Joya Joya Delaney dot net is your website. J o y a d e l a n e y dot net. Yes. Yeah.
2: So prayers is very important, and that's all part of changing your thinking because you've got to connect to the hotline to heaven. And uh, a lot of people say, for instance, I might post something. You know, I have so much faith in this divine creator of ours, and I'm proof that you get blessings from this creator and people will curse me. Uh, it's really something.
1: Uh,
2: so this is the way a lot of people feel. So I've got to start them out in kindergarten because perhaps they did a couple of prayers or, you know, they have these holy roller people that judge them. There's lots of that going on, you know. So people are really afraid of religion, and they're really afraid that there's this Santa Claus in the sky who's punishing them. And they ask, you know, please don't let this person die. And the person dies, and they get angry. So it's very important to understand that there is a divine creator, and there's a whole family of uh, guides, okay. angels. A- ancestors, etc., that work with us all the time. And once you start clearing all that debris out of our our minds and we become more spiritual, not religious, because religion is almost like a crutch because your karma's so heavy. So it's like people are hanging off the precipice and they need to hang on to that. Most of us are seeing that more and more. You know, like some person telling you how many kids you can have and, you know, give all your money to us. And, you know, there's a certain control with all that stuff. So I'm not talking religion, even though I come from religious people. And believe me, I was sitting in church watching my grandparents because I was in church every Sunday with them, and I would watch them hard. And when they said "turn the other cheek," they did it. You know, whatever it is they would say, uh, and they would preach. I would watch them do it. And so that really was impressive to me because they weren't fake at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really is something I inherited because I have a lot of integrity. You know, I'm not going to be molesting anybody. A lot of healers are in jail for molesting their clients. Wow. Including th- therapists. Uh, why? Because you get a certain amount of power and people are attracted to you. Mm-hmm. So you just start going crazy with a cute person that's laying on your massage table. You can't do that. Wow. You know, Yeah. And just like doctors do it. You know, you can't do that. So you have to watch, you know, what you're doing and the way that you do it is like clear the soul so that these bad spirits that are creating this abuse and creating molestations and creating negative energy. Um, And we see this all the time, like police chases every day. And they're just doing crazy things like jumping out the car and running through the freeway. I think a guy did that yesterday. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, those are bad spirits running those people. Right. And the reason that the bad spirits are so strong now is that we're in the age of light. And so bad spirits don't like light. And you inherit them through doing all those drugs and, you know, some of the drugs they're doing don't even have a name on them or a pill they're taking. They don't even know if it's mixed with something or even the marijuana is so strong now you can't even feel your feet touch the ground. But when you're out of your body, anything can step in. If you're drunk, anything can step in. I don't care if it's legal. It's still opening up a portal if you get drunk. I'm not saying every drunk adventure creates spiritual disturbance, but I would say, uh, 50% at least. Like if you're sitting in a bar drinking and it's a really seedy bar, uh, if I walk even outside of the bar, I can feel the spirits in there. A clean bar is a different thing. You know, there's both in our lives today. There's both choices. Darker light, you can go either way. And it's a free planet, you can go either way. But uh, the mistakes that we have made going the wrong way, uh, they're going to be corrected now. And so you can't really do wrong right anymore including the way you think you won't like yourself so much. Uh If you eat the wrong things too much, it'll be on your hips the next day. You know, like if you drink too much, you know, you're going to feel poison. You know, there's just a, a way of hiding from yourself and not liking yourself that much. All that stuff has to be corrected. And it's just been eons and eons of all that collection of negativity. I'm not saying that every person is, you know, has spiritual disturbance, but I would say pretty much yes. Yes, because you could talk to someone who's got them and then all of a sudden some could, you know, suck off onto you. Mm -hmm. You know, we can become psychic sponges and vacuum cleaners
1: even. How do you go about helping people overcome these effects? Uh,
2: The prayers will help. I put prayers on the website that will help so they can do their own homework. And uh, there's also YouTube videos that uh, I guide people to listen to, just the music. I used to do uh, intergalactic music, and I kind of burnt out on it, but I sold a lot of music, and it saved a lot of Mm -hmm. lives. You know, I just have to put it uh, back on my website again. But for years, you know, I would see uh, the craziness of New York, for instance, when I was working there uh So many people being single and alone, so I did music to bring more love vibration to their hearts because so many people in Manhattan that you're just running past each other like ships in the night, and it was just so many people going out alone and, you know, very difficult for them to find anybody, Chicago, places like that. I had a lot of spiritual disturbance I had to deal with when I went to Berlin. I gave big workshops there, and, you know, there's so much spiritual disturbance that's almost out of control over there, you know, so... You know, I would give those prayers and all those people are doing fine. Sometimes I hear from them and they still say, thank you so much for what you gave me. Uh, but it really is difficult for some of the international people to keep connecting with me. So that's why I do the website. I and uh, I'm creating another uh, website where it will be even stronger prayers on there. And then eventually I'll do online classes. Oh, that's great.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you assist uh, clients, Joya, in finding the correct career path? to take, because, I, I mean, it's, it's difficult out there. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I've had quite a few people
2: who actually are on the right path now and very happy. Um, there's always going to be uh, something, but uh, for instance, I have a friend who did uh, real estate for a long time, and in the beginning, she was doing art dealing. So eventually, you know, I guided her back to the arts, since that was her happiness, and that's what she really loved doing. And this started maybe a year or two ago. And uh, she's selling uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of art, even today. Millions and wow. millions. Of, people are still have millions of dollars and people still love art. And they're still spending, you know, $10, $15 million on, on one painting. Sometimes she'll sell two or three. That's great. Uh, so she's worked with me for several years. And so that's the way it works. Uh, they tell me, you know, I don't know what I want to do. And I just continue on working with them until they uh, are guided to do it. And if you're connected to the hotline of heaven and your angels, they'll guide you. And uh it's pretty magical. I mean, I don't have anybody around me that is sick or dying, and I don't have anyone around me who's been through any weather problems and, you know, their house burnt or the earthquake quaked them or, you know, the tornado got them or hurricane or floods, nothing. So... You know, uh, it's uh, being in touch with your angels helps a lot. You know, they are there. You do have uh, ancestors also and uh, guardian angels and Elohim, you know, these really divine angels. They come in more and more and more as you do those prayers. And when you do the cleanses with me, I go very deep to clear some of the spiritual disturbance out of your soul. All you have to do is sit there and sometimes I may have you say some words after me and I'll give you homework to do afterwards. Even if you come one time, it'll still change your life. Uh, But you can also start with the prayers. And uh, when I get the new website up, all you have to do is go to my website and it'll announce it.
0: The experience never stops. stops. On your station, 710 ESPN. Here's Lafern Cusack.
1: This is 710 ESPN. I'm LaFerne Cusack speaking with Joya Delaney, the Beverly Hills shaman. For more information, you can go to joyadelaney.net. That's joyadelane net. Now, Joya, you had mentioned before that when you studied, studied with these great masters, and it might have been for five minutes, and you received something, what was that... What was that like how how did you how did well, you know uh,
2: initiation, you know you get initiated by masters uh and at times the uh, people will channel like I do uh very high beings, say for instance, one course uh that I was taking uh the girl was just a magnificent, and uh, she retired and it's very sad because I wanted so many people to see her, but I had such great blessing to meet this woman. And she channeled, uh, a, a light being and he said, you know, there's a, a whole fleet of angels that want to work with you healers. There may have been 20 of us in the room. And, uh, all of a sudden I could hear a whirring noise, like whirr, 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 whirr. And it was Mother Mary's ship on top of the healing center. It was huge. It was big as the city that I was in, which was Altadena and it was huge, and then I could hear more whirling noises, and there was just, like, small spaceships all surrounding this huge one that was on top of the healing center, and I've gotten used to it now because they usually hide under clouds, uh, but I can recognize when they're around, And but at that time it was very amazing to me because I was aware of it, uh, where maybe other people wouldn't be. You know, the whole city of Altadena probably didn't feel or see anything. But because this woman was so powerful, she was able to call them and they came. And there was no doubt that that was who it was. So that day, many of those beings, Ashtar commanded, many, many, many beings chose me. And they actually take a bit of your saliva and they go into your DNA and they go into your subconscious mind to see if you're even worthy of them. And so I had very high clearance with some of the highest beings because of that ceremony. Mm-hmm. And that's only one of many. I went to Sedona and went hiking up in those uh, wonderful vortexes and so much energy. And that was also another powerful person who... She worked with the elders there, and she worked with the Indians there, the Indian spirits, and I could see them in the sky. Wow. And, you know, everything was just floating, the clouds, and, you know, so one person can actually have that high clearance that they can tap into other worlds.
1: Can you, when you meet people, can you tell? Can you see it in them, or?
2: Yes, and they can see it in me. Oh, yeah. Yeah uh sometimes um they only last a short time like the maoris used to come uh into town and uh they don't really come too often now but the maori healers uh I'm trying to think of uh, the location but you know australia in that area and they would come uh, up into the uh Hollywood Hills, and they would stay with people and they would walk on our backs, they would do psychic surgery on us, they would um not read us or anything, but they would just start uh, taking the pain out of our body and We didn't know we had it you know you might feel a little stiff or. You know, through the years, I got many acupunctures and chiropractic, uh, you know, people worked on me. And so I didn't really feel that much pain, but I was tired mm-hmm. and I had taken on so much from my clients. But the Maori healers would get on my back and walk and walk and we would all be in that room screaming. It would hurt so bad. Oh, my God the, the knee down, mm-hmm. like that area in there. If you ever have an accident or whatever, a lot of that trauma still in your legs. And uh, they would, uh, you know, see that your liver was dried up or, you know, your kidneys were drained or whatever. So they would just work on those areas. And so they don't come too often now, but they would sometimes look at me and just go, you know, we've been working on hundreds of light workers, and you're the only one with an open heart. And I go, how could that be? And they go, because you're in this crazy city of New York and people start closing their hearts down and fighting each other and, you know, trying to get to their piece of the sidewalk, you know, like there's just 10 million people running around in one city. Mm -hmm. And so they were amazed even that I had an open heart that I was in New York like that. And that shocked me. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, through the years, you know, like going to uh, see people like Amachi from India and she was called the Hugging Mother. And we would wait all night long into the morning just to get a hug from her. And she would chant a mantra in our ear. And her, Reputation of, you know, taking some of your karma, uh, and chanting that mantra in your ear and hugging you is like you would get the love from the mother that you never got from your mother. Uh, and so I've never seen 5,000 people in one room waiting for a hug. And for a lot of years I went and got the hug. I don't feel any desire to do it now, but back in the past, uh, it was a remarkable experience really and so i could go on with the stories of all the masters i've met and all the gurus and all the swamis and all the different uh, light workers that were more powerful than me and they gave me a piece of the electricity that i needed to spark my light and i have now taken that spark and given it to so many other people mm mm-hmm. um, I was a Buddhist leader for a lot of years when Buddhism was very popular and it first came from Japan, and that was a lot of years ago. And there were mostly Japanese people in me, so I kind of stuck out. But they looked at me and said, do you want to be a leader? You know, <laughs> like the first day I went, leader? What does that mean? And they just go, do you want to lead people? And I go, I guess so. So I started chanting, and I became a leader, you know, the first day I started. They just looked at me and said, leader. Wow. And I learned from A lot of Japanese ladies about being a parent, about being a wife, about being uh, neat, about uh, being proper and prim and all the things that, you know, being born in the 60s that I was not. So those ladies really refined me, and they taught me a lot. And the men were very strict, but they would uh, guide you, you know, like with an iron fist, but they were wonderful. And a lot of them had psychic abilities. So that chanting at that time really helped me a lot and uh eventually you know it just led me to my shamanism you know uh, but at that time I really released a lot of karma and that's why I know a lot about cause and effect and I know a lot about um, spiritual disturbance mm-hmm. and I know a lot about people and their behaviors based on the law of cause and effect. Uh, I was a leader with Herbie Hancock uh, who was a very powerful musician and there was a whole group of musicians, great musicians that were following him and producers and just all kinds of interesting people and models, actresses. And so all these people uh, would come and we would chant together for world peace and we would chant for our own desires and goals. But what it would do is just clean our karma up. Mm-hmm. You know, we would go in there greedy, but then it would turn you around and go, you need to look in yourself. Why are you so greedy? Why are you that shallow? Why do you have to have fame? You know, so it made me go in instead of out. And uh it was a very interesting uh, experience, and then one day it was just like shamanism came knocking, you know, 20 years later. Mm-hmm. But at that time, you know, it really helped me a lot, and that's why I know so much about cause and effect, and about the law of karma, and that our Earth is a karma school, and we're all here dealing with our karma, good, bad, and ugly. Right. Some people have wonderful karma. You know, like they have the great parents and they have everything they could possibly need in life, you know, and they're born really lucky like that, but it's not really luck. It's just all the causes they made in the past, all the causes their ancestors made, they inherited great stuff, but you don't find too many people that have that. Right. <laughs> so when a person does not have that, and let's say their twin has it, just imagine that feeling. Mm. And I've seen it all, so. You know, I have to straighten people out from being so jealous of a sibling or a cousin or whoever. You know, jealousy is not a good thing to have. And you can't compare yourself to anybody but you.
1: Yes. There's the thing is it is called like the evil eye when people are looking at you side eyed. (laughs) And that's energy, too.
2: Uh, Yes, I uh Definitely help a lot of people with that story, and not everybody has that, but I attract a lot of it because, you know, I work in healing centers, and some of the uh, people are looking at me, why is she lined up down the street, and she's a stranger that's just visiting, and I have a PhD, and I have one client to her 15 a day or something like that, so they do get jealous, but, you know, I worked hard for it, and, you know, I just put my shields up, and I just smile and just keep on going. But I can see sometimes the darts and I can see, you know, why her, not me, thoughts that come. And what it will do in time, say, for instance, you're competing and auditioning, then uh, those people, why her, not me, and why him, not me, eventually it makes a, a wall around your aura. You know, like in time, it it's actually, I could grab in there mm-hmm. and I could pull off the thought forms and they're like, stand on the beach around the person's aura that has a a lot of auditioning or they get a lot of acting jobs and then their friends don't and -hmm. they keep getting things and then the friend doesn't then those people keep sending those thoughts or even being an extra you know it doesn't matter if you get you know if you get pointed out and then you walk in the restaurant and you get some camera and other people get mad you know it could be something as simple as that it doesn't matter Yes. Computer people get jealous of each other. Post office workers get jealous. You know, it doesn't matter who you are yeah. or what level you're at. It's just that we're not thinking, well, let me just better myself. Or how come that person got it and I didn't? Mm-hmm. You know, and they're my family member. Okay, you have similar blood, but you don't know what that person did in past lives to get to be an oak tree, and you're a bamboo tree. So you'd be the best bamboo tree that you can be, <laughs> Competing with your relative because you have the same blood is not going to work. You know, like sometimes it is very confusing to figure it out. So what they do is change their name, divorce their people, and then they run away. You still have your DNA to deal with. You still have the reality of who you are and who they are. It's still in you.
1: That's uh, you can't really run from it, right? That goes back to what we uh, talked about earlier. Is like you can't, you cannot run from reality.
2: No. Uh, not anymore, but uh, a lot of people did in the past, and uh, I just help them to forgive everybody because you may get them next life. And a lot of people don't really believe in reincarnation, and that's fine too. They don't have to believe in it. But I know only from forty years of working on people's past lives and taking out a vow that was made, you know, or something like that, will change their whole life. So I've seen too much reaction in a positive way from, you know, releasing a vow of poverty, something like that, or celibacy. Mm-hmm. Or obedience. Those three vows right there can really, uh, confuse you a lot. You know, it's like a crab. Forward, sideways, back. You get it and then you, you know, do three steps back constantly because you made that vow. Like money's evil. I'm not supposed to have it. Mm. And you know, our ancestors believed those things in church, you know, right. and they believed only men could be rich and they believed we come from the man's rib and all these kinds of things. And those things are not true. A lot of things we believe are not true,
1: but isn't it like uh we we have some people mistake beliefs as reality or beliefs as facts, yeah, how do you go about breaking the that belief system that is holding us back? well,
2: that's all part of the soul uh coming into enlightenment and coming out of the dark you know and into the light uh the main thing is that we just became too, uh, dark. And we went over there to that side. Why? Because we were impatient. We wanted the instant blessing from Charles Manson or whoever. You know, we just wanted the instant blessing. We didn't want to have to, uh, prove that we were worthy. We didn't have to be patient. We didn't have to, uh, take tests. We didn't have to go through challenges. We didn't have to be ready and all this type of thing. So a lot of people just decided, I just want to quit uh, knowing that the results aren't gonna be good in the end. You know, so that's what's happening to our whole world. You know, our ancestors weren't always angels, we weren't always angels before. So the effects are right in our face today. Uh uh, you know, a junior. Uh he may have that junior name and so his couple of ancestors, relatives or whatever didn't do time but they did the crime, then the junior may have to take that karma on. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Wow.
1: So what do you see or feel for the the rest of the year for us? Well, it's only a couple more months, but I would
2: say it's not gonna be a lot of fun because uh the Trumpsters and Trump is not going to give up easily and just walk away and go, okay, let me pack and move out. It's not going to happen like that. And uh, there will be riots and things like that, and also some scandals are going to be coming out. Uh, talk about a year of reset. Uh, and re uh, has to do with all these retrogrades, so all the re's. And we've had so many retrograde planets, which means backwards. And all of them at one time, and some of the strictest, harshest ones, like Pluto and Saturn, are together a lot this year. Pluto uh, dealing with the underworld and purging it, including um, Cartel. It doesn't matter who. Mm-hmm. You know, those type of dark uh people that, you know, were getting away with so much in the past because the dark side had their back. It doesn't anymore, and it's falling apart. It's not... uh well, Immediately, it's going to take time. It took 26,000 years for it to get that strong. It's not going to be overcome in, you know, one or two more years. It's going to take a little bit more time. Yeah. But uh, the main thing is that it's not happening to anybody around me. You know, like we're all purging, but very safely and comfortably and easily. It's not horrible or anything where some people are dying or some people are going through those floods and those uh hurricanes and volcanoes and earthquakes and things like that. It's not happening to anybody I know. Mm-hmm. So once you set up that protection and connection to the hotline in heaven and clean up your dark side, because we're all clearing our dark side, so we don't know what's in there. Uh And these are agreements that people made, even the ones who are dying. They already made that agreement before they came here to live a certain amount of years. With my clients, they could actually stretch that agreement and change it even. You know, if they're going to live to be 60
1: then
0: maybe
2: they could live to be 80 Mm -hmm. i've seen it over and over
1: and over yeah it's amazing how many young people i know we have covid covid's going on and people are getting sick like you know i've uh, i've lost a lot of people you know over the past six months but it's like uh young people are just dying like yeah, just out of, out of the blue is like, oh, my goodness, I had to stay off of uh, social media because I'm tired. I was tired of seeing all the people dying.
2: No, I know. It's really uh, what you call a transformation time and uh, it have a lot to do with the planets. And also, there's no accidents or coincidences, though. Everything is cause and effect, everything and everything is just, believe it or not. You know, so the main thing is to understand cause and effect a little bit more. and Not just you reap what you sow in a negative way, but also the good stuff, too.
0: Mm hmm
2: You know, and that's what you want to do is tune into the good stuff that's in you and inherit all that good stuff they did and you did before. But a lot of people are clogged up. Yeah. I liken it to getting a colonic, you know, like we have a lot of food in our intestines that's been stuck there for years. Even if you're a vegan, you could still have bread, pizza, apple core, or potatoes stuck in you, you know, just because you have that kind of diet doesn't mean you don't still have some heavy karma, you know, but a lot of people feel, well, I'm better because I eat vegetables, but it actually, you know, you could still be full of crap too. So the main thing is we all could get up on a colonic table and they put this uh thing in you, you know, that uh is going to, it's like a machine, mm-hmm. and this machine uh, puts the water, uh warm water through your intestines, and then for an hour, it's coming out, and mm-hmm. you can see the corn you ate last night, all the way to something you ate when you were born, you know, when you were a little baby, mm-hmm. you could come in from that, and we have all this stuff in our six feet of intestines, so the same thing with your soul, it's the same thing. And so, uh, you'd have to get a series of colonics, you know, to even get half of it out. And when you get off and go on the toilet, it's still pouring out of you, you know, and people think they're so fresh and clean because they drink a lot of water or whatever. But actually it's the same thing with our soul. You know, we're full of crap. It's layered and layered and layered. And so it does take time to clear it. But the, uh, the feeling of a clear soul, the way I would explain it is that I have uh, grandchildren and great grandchildren. And uh an elderly mother who's still here. Um, But I see the cleansing back in the past. I see it at the family reunions. And I see it with especially my great friends. Uh, and there's nothing nicer. If you're going to have kids and you're going to duplicate yourself, you want to see the good part of you duplicating. Right. <laughs> that doesn't always happen.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> the love life that I have is the same thing. You're looking in a mirror at yourself. So there's some things that uh, you're not going to like when you look at your partner. Uh, but you don't want that to outweigh the good. You right. You want your, your, your love life to be divine. You know, you want the harmony and the unity that you should have. You don't want to be fighting. And, um, a lot of these, uh, people, I have to do couples now.
1: Right. I was going to ask you about that. Can you talk about that? How you help couples with their relationships?
2: Sometimes I do individual, but now they're calling and they just put me on a three way call. And, uh, I do, uh, a little quick reading on them because they've been with me long enough where they just need a little bit of guidance, but especially the cleansing. And uh, depending on, because uh, I do 30 different ceremonies, so depending on what they need, then I will choose that ceremony. And uh, they love it so much because they may feel a little bit of uh, frustration. They can't get pregnant or, you know, they want to, uh, to be able to discuss things uh easier or, You know, they've got little complaints with each other and sometimes uh, I do ceremonies where I just work on the emotions and other times I just run through everything I think they may need, including working on their immune system and their hormonal system and their lymph system and, you know, their brain and, you know, everything I can think of, you know, like. It's really interesting because you're making a superhuman. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be a superhuman with a clean soul and then be with somebody that's all dirty and dusty and right. you know, <laughs> full of bad spirits. And right. I see that a lot. You know, they've chosen this person. Then the one who works with me evolves and gets cleaner and fresher. And then the other person is lagging. And then it's like. <laughs>
1: you outgrow that person. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. like a, It's like a puff of smoke. Woof. You know, I've got to keep going. You know, you got to catch up or I got to get out of here. You know, uh, but a lot of the people who are coming in now are just finding their divine mates and they both work with me, which is wonderful. I'm not a secret. They don't think this is woo woo or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people still do believe that. But, uh, if you look at the, uh, news every day, you'll start wondering what the heck's going on and you got to start understanding life better. Because if you think of it the old-fashioned way, we just have one life. Or that baby didn't choose that. Yes, they did choose it. We all chose everything when we came here. From day one, we knew when we came in what we were going to have to deal with, and we made an agreement to deal with it. Uh, so there's no pointing outside. And there's really, actually, not even really a victim. You know, right? You can you can learn from it and turn around and help somebody else with it. Let's say there are certain things that just never happened to me. And there's certain things that happen to other people. and My mouth is on the floor. You're kidding. What? Right. There's a reason for that. <laughs> so learn from it. Don't be like that and don't do it again, including not having the best parents. You know, there's a reason. Yeah. You know, like some people don't like their race. Some people don't like their sex. Some people don't like their birthday. They don't like their name. They don't like anything about themselves. Why would I choose that is what they asked me. And I go, so you can overcome and learn and you know, let's say that you uh uh say for instance I had one girl who's in a wheelchair and she was a swimming champion and the father shot her and the brother and himself and so she lived, was in the wheelchair with a spine that was, you know, mm. couldn't do anything at all except move her head. That woman is so happy now she doesn't even need me. Wow. She has happiest love life. She talks on the phone, uh, at a mobbing agency and Uh, you know, she uh, goes out partying. She gets on the bus by herself. She does all of these different things. And, you know, all the women I know that would be absolutely bonkers if they could only move their head. This girl is so full of joy. Wow. That's great. Uh, Yeah. You know, of course, you'd be asking why me and my own father. And I'm going, well, you know, obviously you weren't an angel before. And so you had to come in to see what it feels like and just live your name to the fullest. And overcome everything that you can till they find, you know, some way to uh, take care of that's mine or yours. And you just live your life to the fullest. And she doesn't even need me anymore. She's so happy.
1: Wow. Well, that's great. Um, Joya, again, uh, we can go to joyadelaney.net for more information or to book a session or see more about you. Uh, Yeah. uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. You can say no. What do you see for the future of of uh, career-wise for me? A
2: change. <laughs> <laughs> a big change for the better. Awesome. Awesome. And just know that you've had those stair steps, and what have you learned? If you really think of your journey as a career woman, what have you learned? And even some things that didn't happen, it's better if it happened now than then. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm because you're protected in a lot of ways. And uh, in order for you to really uh, shine your light, let's say next year, it won't be such a reset year as this one. Again, mm-hmm. back to the retrograde. Um, so again, uh, clearing the past would have been what all of us have been doing and then resetting it, including slavery and police, uh, the way they've been acting. We've been knowing about these things for years. Yeah. All this stuff has to be rinsed out. So it's a reset year of good police um, and good people. Uh, so next year, uh, a lot of people of light, good hearts and souls, people that can bow down to the goddess and treat her right and uh, connect to the hotline to heaven and ground themselves to the earth and shield themselves properly. And all this is what you're learning. And so how would you go up any higher without that protection and without that connection? So you're ready, you know, and so by the time you get into next year, you'll be placed in a stronger position than you ever have been.
1: Great. That's great to hear. And a lot of other people, too. Yeah. A lot of other people who have been, you know,
2: really struggling and trying to figure out who am I and where am I going and what's going on. You know, like next year, it'll be like around mid-year, especially they will uh, be in positions where uh, the reset has taken over and then they're being placed in these powerful positions.
1: Oh, great. Well, thank you, Joya, for sharing your talent with us and your your love and your gifts with us um, and, you know, giving us hope for the future for a different day. And again, how can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more about you? Uh, Joya Delaney uh, at gmail.com. Well, thank you so much, Joya. Okay. Thank you. This is Laverne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me on 710 ESPN.
0: You've been listening to The Experience with LaFerne Cusack, getting the residents of Los Angeles, Orange County, and all of Southern California closer to their community. It's The Experience with LaFerne Cusack on 710 ESPN.